let's do the thing. God, two whole hours of nothing. Coincidentally, that's the name of this podcast. Hi, everybody. Hi. I finally hit record. Did you hit record after we said hi? No, I hit it before we said hi. <laughs> I said I said hi, and then I hit record, because they don't need to be greeted. They've been here well, long enough way, by now. The way that you said, like, I finally hit record, it's like, oh, we, we did introductions, and then he didn't record it. <laughs> and I said, nah, fuck it. Let's just keep <laughs> going. They've, they're listening to this. They know who we are. <laughs> Jesse knows what's up. Mm-hmm. Tarif knows what's up. The millions and millions of the room full of nerd stuff fans know what's up. Oh, don't act like you ever heard The Rock say that. I, I, I fucking hate you. Welcome to Room Full of Nerd Stuff. I thought about, like, I'm going to write a list of, I, I wanted to play a game with you. Yeah. Uh, I was going to call, uh, call it Shooter Work. <laughs> Where I would come up with a list of 20 names, 10 of them would be actual wrestlers from, like, the mid-90s, and right. 10 of them would be complete bullshit, and, like, if you could get, like, most of them right, I would stop giving you the whole he doesn't know who this person is. I'll play. I'll play. That means I gotta come up with a list of a list of 20 names. It shouldn't be hard, because I've been reading your uh, character conventions for, like, Five years now, so I know how you name characters. So I'll be like, that sounds like a Mike character. <laughs> yeah, this whole thing like ran through my head as I'm zoned out at work. Mike and I were just discussing how we really don't work that often, and yet they suck all the creativity out of the rest of the day. Oh, yeah. You're, I'm, you're so tired, and you're so angry, and if you're like Mike, you shatter your spine trying to clean toilets. God. I don't do that, but I tweaked my knee working Valentine's Day, and it's still fucked up. But that's a lot of that, too, is the weather, because we almost had Blizzmageddon 3 today. I was going to give them blowjobs. <laughs> it's not <laughs> a slow yeah. Valentine's Day for some people. Slow <laughs> Valentine's Day for some people. It was a busy Valentine's Day for Chris. A lot of friction in my throat area, if you know what I mean. Gotta Gotta pay those web server bills somehow. I hate you so much. <laughs> Like, I threw on my knee on Valentine's Day, so did a lot of people. <laughs> two, two notes. Mike and I, uh, I don't think we've mentioned this or we've recorded since then. Mike and I finished the Mortal Kombat tournament. We did. That'll, it's done. That'll go up on go watch Friday. it. It's out, it's out today. It's out today. Oh, yeah, because it's goes Friday. Up on Friday. This goes up Friday morning. The podcast, is, the, the, the episode's going to be up at uh, 2 on my channel. Um, you can watch it, and then next week we'll we'll talk a little bit about the tournament. You got a week to catch up, Johnny. Yeah, I've I've got to do still last week's episode as we're recording this. I still got to put that together, and then the the last episode. I decided to take a week off of videos, at least a week, probably even longer. Yeah, uh, I took a week off of everything that wasn't Mortal Kombat, and I poured a lot into the finale, uh, which ultimately turned into me having two extra videos because I was like, that's really cool, but I don't want to add that 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 much runtime to the. <laughs> the last episode. So, uh, if you go to youtube.com slash jcbaggy, there is also a best of the room full of nerd stuff test your mic tournament video up, which is really just Chris went through and picked a funny moment from every episode. I've watched that video like three times. You have no idea how many times I've watched it. <laughs> well, you had to make it. You had to go through it. Oh, dude, no. I've watched it maybe uh, six times since I've uploaded it. 
I'm really happy with that. That was originally going to be the intro for the final episode. Mm. And I was like, that's too long for an intro. And that's way too cool to just wait until Friday to release. Yeah. I, so, I, I go back and I forget most of the shit that we said in those. But yeah, that video cracks me up. And there's probably, like, because I went through and watched every episode to tally everything up. I'm going to try to do another one with the last round included in it closer to the second tournament. Uh, there's probably enough shit from those episodes to do a whole other video with completely different clips. Because mm-hmm. we, we did get some good stuff in those episodes. But, you know, you throw enough shit at a wall, eventually <laughs> eventually you're going to find that diamond ring your dog swallowed. What? That's the Vince McMahon philosophy. It's the Vince McMahon philosophy. You throw Roman Reigns at a wall hard enough, eventually people will like it. Throw enough uh, Daniel no. Bryans at Roman Reigns and people will like it. Uh, no, we'll uh, we'll talk about Mortal Kombat next week. Uh, maybe we'll also get into some Mortal Kombat X, and so maybe we'll do a whole Mortal Kombat special next week. We've done a Power Rangers special, goddammit. it! Uh, well, time we did a Mortal Kombat one. I don't think we can do a Mortal Kombat one until the game comes out. I'd say we save maybe. save that for April when they're when everything's fresh. Yes, I did accidentally watch a uh, gameplay video for Mortal Kombat X. I watched one of the first Scorpion and Sub Zero streams mm. uh, and was really impressed with how it looked. I'm kind of scared when I see the gameplay footage videos because, like, it looks so goddamn pretty. Yeah. It's like but can't look I'm bad. like, that. that's, like, on their machines. It's like, it's yeah. not going to play that way on an Xbox. Well, no, because uh, the video I was watching, they were um, they were playing on uh, Xbox. They had Xbox controllers in their hands. But was it, like, actually playing on an Xbox? I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was, like, the latest build for Xbox. It's like they could, they like, could have it on like, their computers that are like built to the perfect specs to run the game. Well, they're gonna. It. I. I imagine it's going to look like that or very, 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 very close to that on consoles. Um, because if they if they did a PC port that ran that much out of scale to where they couldn't port it down to the Xbox One, that would be fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, especially with where everything is at power level wise from console to PC. So I, I feel pretty confident that that's a decent representation of what the game's going to look like. I say that and watch fucking Mortal Kombat 4 quality. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to have those weird fin hands. <laughs> oh, God. I just hope we get the fucking throw the dude off the cliff cutscene at the <laughs> The continue countdown where the guy's just falling forever. Oh, the the uh, Jax's ending in arcade mode. Have you never seen that? Where he like holds Jarek off the cliff. Oh right. This is not a brutality. This is a fatality. Yeah. Ah! Those cutscenes were so bad. They're so bad, but they're so great. Oh my god. Uh, they are, by the way, announcing brutalities for Mortal Kombat X tomorrow. Yeah, I saw that. I ugh. part of me thinks that that's kind of cool to bring back, but part of me also remembers that I was never able to pull them off because they had nine hundred fucking buttons to hit to pull them off. I just remember there being like six rib cages and twenty five skulls and. Like, they were, even by Mortal Kombat standards, it was like, this is ridiculous. Well, that happened, like, go watch, like, Melina's fatality from the old games, where she, like, ate them and then threw them back up, and it was all femurs. Oh, no, I mean, by that logic, if you want to say too ridiculous, go watch, uh, was it Smokes in MK3, where he blows up the earth? (laughs) Well, there's that, but I just mean, like, on the, as how many bones they have in people, it's like, yeah, it's all, it's all rib cages and femurs. Oh, femurs and rib cages and those like chunks of meat that look like something specific, but not quite. But yeah, Mortal Kombat next week. Or well, we'll talk the tournament next week. 
I, I do have to say, though, since we're talking, uh, you taking a week from videos, by the way, we're going to get to Raw and Fastlane, and I guess another Raw, too. We took a week off. Mike, are you feeling better? Uh, I'm feeling... That's a no. I, I'm upright, and my head is not as full of snot, and I can speak, so... <laughs> I guess on that, yes, I'm feeling yeah, better. Uh, yeah, uh, if you joined us last week, you had a Best of Arg Volume 1, which was much harder to put together than the Best of the Mortal Kombat tournament was. There's not very good stuff in this. <laughs> there's a reason, there's a reason it was only half an hour. <laughs> no, uh, I, I just, I, I want to say that I'm glad you're doing an Alien Isolation LP, Mike. God. Be- because watching you has convinced me that I don't need to play that game because I'm terrible at those games too and I'm watching you struggle with it thinking I would hate this I only had trouble so far really at that one part with the people Cause... <laughs> just, the, just the parts with the people well, that game's fucking called isolation there shouldn't be other people I had the idea <laughs> going into the game that it's like uh, it was like the first movie. Eventually, like everyone's picked off, and you are Ripley. Of course, this is Ripley's daughter, uh, yeah. and an alien, and you have to like go around and solve puzzles to get away from the fucking alien. I didn't realize that there was going to be a legion of people around too that are trying to kill me. Uh, I saw some early gameplay trailers. I think it was too with androids. Mm, yeah, yeah. Have you seen any of those sequences yet? No, I haven't come across an android yet. Okay, I won't say anything then. I saw, like, during the loading screen, it gives you tips, and there was something about interacting with androids, so I know that they're in there, and then you just confirmed my suspicions. Yeah. But. Well, it's, it's aliens. Of course. Of course there's an android in there. I, uh. Hey, synthetic uh, human. I'm sorry. Sorry, Bishop. Bishop is sad now. I did, uh, go on a bit of a spree. I watched Aliens and Alien 3 the other day. For the first time, ridicule me. Oh, you watched the best one and probably... Oh, no, I guess Resurrection's the worst one. Yeah, I haven't worked up the nerve to watch Resurrection. Oh, Zordon? What? Was that me? No, that wasn't me. That was you. That was me. Your (laughs) angel group. We both have the goddamn (laughs) Power Rangers. (laughs) That is how nerdy we are. We both have the goddamn Power Rangers communicator noise as our text tone. And when it goes off on either of our ends, we have to check our phones to make sure it wasn't us. And then immediately remember that nobody wants to text us. Obviously someone well, does, because my phone's going somebody off. Somebody does, because you're getting texts! Um, yeah, I haven't worked up the nerve to watch Resurrection yet. Which, that's, it's, uh, uh, I guess topical that they announced today. Yeah. That, uh, they're... Well, it was a, it was about a week ago, uh, well, s- several months ago, Neil Blomkamp, who did, uh, District that's 9. That's name. <laughs> that's... Neil Blomkamp? Someone just... On a keyboard. That's a that's a DC comic supervillain, is what that is. Blomkamp. Blomkamp and Mixelplex. <laughs> Neil Blomkamp says his name backwards. He has to make an Alien Five. Uh no, a few months ago he posted production uh stills from where he was trying to do an alien sequel. Like he was trying to get everything on the low key so he could go pitch it and make the movie. And Thought it was going to fall through, but thanks to the response on social media from those pictures on his Instagram, uh, it, they 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 hired him to make the a, a new Aliens pseudo reboot, I guess you'd call it. Well, he said that it was going to be a sequel to one and two, and disregard yeah, he... uh, three and Resurrection, which I fucking hate. Yeah, I'm so sick of these. Like, hey, it's a sequel, kinda. 
It's a sequel, it's a sequel. to the good stuff that we liked, but we're going to disregard the stuff that we didn't like. It's like, it can be a part five and just maybe don't mention that Ripley fucked an alien. <sighs> yeah. Maybe don't mention that weird yeah. pink baby monster human alien thing that got sucked out. Yeah. I haven't watched I haven't watched Resurrection yet, asshole. But you've never seen it? No. Oh Jesus Christ, sorry. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, Spoiler asshole. Spoiler alert, Ripley fucks an alien and there's a weird pink alien baby monster. Spoiler alert for a twenty year old movie that Chris should have already watched. Well ten year old movie that Chris should have already watched. Yeah. Wait, wait. Oh no, it's about twenty years old. Christopher Lloyd is a toon and he killed Eddie's brother. What? <laughs> what do you mean Rosebud was the sled? God damn it. <laughs> Norman Bates Bruce is Wayne his mother. Bruce Wayne is Batman, motherfucker. Yeah, that one's not really a secret. <laughs> they kind of give that one away really early. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't mind them. Like, as long as I'm trying to think of a way to word this, I don't mind the idea that you're going to ignore the shitty movies that nobody likes. But I, it does feel like a cop out. It's yeah. It's like there, there's things in it. None of the Alien movies, except for the first two, are really connected, Yeah. Like, aside from Ripley, obviously, but it's like, the first one happened, and then the second one, they go back to that planet, but then the third and fourth one are just kind of off in their own world, so you don't need to mention them, but then don't be like, oh, they didn't fucking happen. I, uh, I will say, the, the, the two things that struck me the most when I was watching the movies, uh, while I was watching Aliens, I kept thinking to myself, this is really good, I'm really liking this. But Alien was so much better. What, you like the first one better than the second one? I like the first one better, yeah. Eh. Well, it's weird for me to say that I liked one better than the other because they are two drastically different yeah. movies. They're two completely different. Uh, man, I can't word tonight. How how do words? How does make word? Word make how what? Mouth sound. <sighs> I'm going to just do a Roman Reigns thing for the rest of the podcast. Mike, make a point, and I'll be like, baby girl, believe that. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, well, baby girl again, please. (laughs) Baby squirrel. Um, and then while I was watching Alien 3, I kept thinking, God damn, this is boring as fuck. Uh, And then I realized I accidentally got the assembly cut, which has like an extra 30 minutes of just the prisoners being religious. Yeah. Um, although it did, it did lose points for me. I got real excited to see the cast and like Charles Dance, Charles Dance is fucking awesome. He's Great British actor. He's he's a great character actor. He's awesome and everything. He was the bad guy in Last Action Hero. He's the first person to die. Thank you for saying he's the bad guy in Last Action Hero. I had no idea who you were fucking talking about. I'm like Charles Dance. This is gonna be fucking. Oh, he's he's dead already. I've seen oh. him in a few things, and he was always that guy to me. Yeah. Like, oh, that guy. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that guy. Um. Now I know who you're talking about. There were. Some... Have you ever watched the assembly cut of Alien Three? No, I have the quadrilogy pack which has the theatrical cut and the director's cut yeah i uh i've still not seen the theatrical cut but i read the differences and basically it's like uh there's an extra 30 minutes focusing on the prisoner's religious uh religious beliefs uh and uh the alien forms in an ox instead of a dog mm-hmm. and most notably at the end of the movie uh when a- when ripley is jumping into the thing with like the alien queen bursting out of her chest and she's trying to hold it in uh, in the assembly cut, that does not happen. She just kind of peacefully drops off to her death. <laughs> and the movie just kind of done. <laughs> so there's oh. no scene with her, like, actually leaping into the fire? She uh just does that kind of, like, st- stretches out her arms and falls backwards thing. 
That's weird. She falls in, and then everybody leaves, and the movie ends. And then the audience leaves and feels mad, yeah. feels upset. The, aud- the audience was already gone. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. It just occurred to me. Like, it's going to be a sequel to the first two, but not, but disregard three and four. Fucking, they're going to bring back Newt. <laughs> uh, be like, hey, what if Newt and Hicks didn't die? I'm okay with Hicks not dying, but that's because I like Michael Bean. Well, he's not going to play Hicks, probably. <laughs> On account, he's like another 20 years older. Well, so is Sigourney Weaver. Is she going to be in it? Uh, I, as far as I know, uh, my understanding based on... <laughs> you were all in this cryo chamber where you don't age, but you somehow age 20 years. No, all you've got to do is set this 20 years after Aliens. Problem solved. Well, so they've already landed and gotten out of their cryo tubes and... Because my understanding from what I was seeing in the... Hicks and Ripley the... raise Newt as their own. Have you seen the production stills that Blomkamp did? Uh, I I think so. You Our, said it was months ago. I I, I yeah. believe I've seen it, but I couldn't like point it. Because in his in his stills, uh, Ripley and Hicks are both obviously much older than they were in Aliens. Uh, and it, my understanding, looking at that, my assumption would be it's going to be something like later in the timeline dealing with Waylon Yutani and maybe them finally having gotten an alien and Ripley and Hicks trying to deal with that. And then a predator stops them. And then a predator shows up, and Arnold Schwarzenegger's like, Get to the spaceship! Arnold Schwarzenegger also looking old as fuck. Hey, it's a naturally aging bioflesh. No. You don't like that explanation no. from the Terminator Genesis? No. We, for some reason, thought the flesh should also get older. On our fucking fake people. I saw a great theory years ago that was like, uh, you just need to send a living organic material back in time. Why does it have to be flesh? Why don't we just cover them in cheese? <laughs> and we can give them a backpack made of cheese that we pack full of guns. It wasn't until, uh, like, Sarah Connor Chronicles, which I thought was a great thing that they should have done in one of the first two movies. Oh, yeah, where the one, like, carried the gun inside the Yeah, he had a futuristic yeah. gun, like, hidden in his leg. Like, why is he coming back here and stealing our yeah. fucking 20th century machine guns when he can bring back a fucking laser cannon in his leg? I always thought, because it's like, you can send the Terminators back in time. They're just robots wrapped in flesh. You can clearly make flesh. What's stopping you from making a flesh satchel to just send shit back with them? Yeah, making a giant flesh case with a nuclear bomb inside. <laughs> Your Terminator is only like 15 minutes long, huh? Yeah. I'm here. Rip. Boom! Arnie came back in 1984 and said, fuck this place, kaboom! All of L.A. destroyed with Sarah Connor. (sighs) This is why they won't hire you to write movies. Movie done. (laughs) Skynet wins forever. Oh my god, so yes, Alien sequel, I'm excited about that. Um, Especially now that I've fucking seen them and I can go, this is a really cool franchise. Well, you haven't seen Resurrection yet. Well, <laughs> reserve judgment. That's why I can still go. This is a really cool franchise. Have you seen any of the Alien vs. Predator movies? Uh, no, I have not. I, I think that they get a bad rap. That's kind of I. They're they not kinda, good movies, but they kind of they kind of fall into that same category for me as movies that it's like, no, it's not going to be good, but you don't go into it expecting it to be good. It's like, yeah, I, I I, went into at least the first one with high hopes because I was like, fucking Alien vs. Predator, finally, and it was not good. 
Like uh, I went into I went into Alien looking for uh you know this like fucking legendary gothic horror masterpiece that everybody tells me it is. I would go into Alien Predator looking for an alien and a predator to just beat the shit out of each other, and that's about my expectations. Yeah, that doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what I went into it hoping for too, and that's not what you get. <laughs> no, no. You get a lot of you get a lot of uh, people wandering around the ice. Oh my god. But apparently the ancient Mayans had a temple in Antarctica. <laughs> but no, the then the second one, I was like, okay, the first one was kind of a turd, so let's see how this one goes. Went into it with no expectations and fucking loved it, even though everyone hated that one. Uh yeah, I haven't watched those yet. So yeah. It like they're they're good on the same level as a a suburban commando is good and it's like you just turn your brain off and enjoy the fun. Don't talk shit about Suburban Commando. That's not a good movie, but I no, fucking it's... love it. Of course you do. It's got Hulk Hogan in it, man. Hulk Hogan. Sorry, I Hulk turned Hogan. into the warrior for a second there. Hulk Hogan! You gotta say it H-O-K-E, Hulk Hogan. Oh, that sounds like as good a place as any to transition to what I'm sure will be the rest of the show as we catch up on two weeks of wrestling, including a pay-per-view! You weren't gonna talk Power Slash Rangers? Oh my god, that did happen this week, didn't it? <laughs> James Vandermeet, um... No one gets that joke but us. I know, but every time I tweet it to you, I know you giggle. <laughs> um, no, this, uh, Power Rangers fan film that cropped up on the internet. Um, what was it, Monday? Uh, Adi, Adi Shankar is the gentleman's name. Um, oh, by the way, of course, uh, Jason David Frank hated it. Of course he did. Of course he did. And, of course, they approached him to be in it, and he was like, you can't do this with a franchise that's for kids. Fuck off, Jason David Frank. I'm, I'm kind of with him there. Uh, Adi Shankar has done this before. Uh, with a, I haven't seen his other two, but he did one a few years ago called The Punisher Dirty Laundry that had uh, Tom Jane in it. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, that was really good, too. Yeah, that same guy, evidently. I did not realize that until literally two seconds ago. Uh, he also did one uh, with Venom and one with Judge Dredd that I'm now going to have to look up. I didn't see either of those. Uh, but I did see the Predator, or uh, Punisher, Dirty Laundry. And yeah, that one, was, it was, that one was funny. Tom Jane is so fucking underrated in that role. I know everybody hated that movie, but I thought it was really, really? Great. A lot of people hate that Punisher movie. I loved it. That was a great fucking interpretation of the case. There, a lot of people's problem with it is the fact that it was a slow, methodical revenge movie with the Punisher in it. I think that was a really great way to handle the character for a movie. You don't want to... If it was just two hours of him running around shooting people like, I don't know, Warzone was. Um, <laughs> you saw Warzone, right? I did not see Warzone. Uh, Ray Stevenson, who played the Punisher in Warzone... Really great Punisher. He did a great job in the role. Unfortunately, the rest of the movie is fucking terrible. Um, when I saw that, uh, what's it, Jigsaw? Yeah. It's going to be the villain. I'm like, oh, now they're taking it like the, the super villain route. And it's like, I liked the first he one looks... because it was like, it was a guy who was pissed off at another guy. And Jigsaw in that movie looks like somebody went to Party City and bought the Two-Face costume from Batman Forever. Yeah. And then just painted it flesh down. But it's like, yeah, I liked the the just all human, normal humans with weapons aspect of the first movie. And when I saw that they were going to go the comic book route with the second one, I gave it a pass. And I still now Jigsaw, 
Jigsaw is really just a guy who's scarred badly because of the Punisher, and that would have been fine, but the the way they did it is very hammy and over-the-top and terrible. Uh, and most notably, they had my favorite scene uh, with, like, three guys who are doing parkour running across the rooftops, and one does a flip, and then from, like, the bottom of the frame, a rocket fired from a rocket launcher comes into frame and just shoots him and blows him up. <laughs> i got to find that clip and show it to you. I can't do it justice. Well, I'll we- watch the movie eventually. Oh, the entire theater was, like, rolling laughing when that happened, and that was the only reaction that movie got in the theater. Yeah, it's like, there's there's a couple movies that I, I've just passed on that I plan on going back and seeing. Yeah. Uh, anyways, Power Slash Rangers, as we leap back on the topic, <clears throat> with uh, James Vanderbeek and uh, Katie Sackhoff and Russ Bain, who I recognize the name, but I don't know who the fuck that is. Mm-mm. I couldn't tell you uh, anything he's been in. Uh in a kind of uh oh he's a British actor from oh he was in Game of Thrones. Was he? I the sure. video the video game. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not even the real Game of Thrones. <laughs> Not even the real Game of Thrones. Uh well, it was a Telltale game too, so that's a point and click Game of Thrones. That's 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 great. Yeah. Anyways, it was kind of a dark, gritty uh, take on Power Rangers that was basically uh, somebody took Mike and I's old spec scripts from like six years ago and then uh, smashed them together and got far more success than we ever did. It has every villain and it's dark and everyone dies. (laughs) That sums up both of our ideas. That sums up both of our (laughs) things. Every villain shows up at the same time and everybody's sad and or dead. No, I, I, I liked the film. I thought it was really yeah. well done, and I liked the the take on the Rangers. Didn't like the helmet so much that it had like weird goggles and a face on it. Yeah, uh, that was about my biggest gripe with it, though. Um, I think it was interesting. I always, when I was writing mine, always thought it would be fun to play with the idea of the Rangers carrying firearms. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the opening like thirty seconds of that video, and I was like, "Oh no, that's no, that's not good at all. <laughs> Don't do that." They had their blade blasters. They had, like, assault rifles in the opening, and I was like, okay, that's a little weird. No, they the real Power Rangers. The real Power Rangers. Oh, yeah, no, the real. (laughs) Jesus Christ, Michael, (laughs) what are you talking about? They're not real. What a a goddamn mark. (laughs) It's still real to me, damn it. No. Super Dragon (laughs) Ranger. They had guns. So um, not not assault rifles. Yeah, not assault rifles. That's the point I'm getting at. Yeah. When you go to the, when you go from like laser pistol that turns into knife and just go to like full automatic rifle, that's when things start to get a little weird. That's when Power Rangers gets weird. This is Power Rangers with the fucking uh, chainsaw gun from Gears of War. You know that's so ridiculous it might actually fucking work. <laughs> Tommy's like, I got this. Just cuts Goldar in half. Uh, uh, yeah, James Vanderdeek, Vanderbeek. An actor who I hated in the 90s, but I've grown to love as he has uh, become just the guy that goes, he's the go-to guy to play an asshole now, and I love it. Well, I like that he, uh, he's kind of like, hey, I was on that show that, like, was for girls Yeah, 20 years ago, so you shouldn't like me now. <laughs> he, he it's like he knows a, that nobody likes him. He was on a show on ABC a few years ago, Don't Trust the Bitch in Apartment 23, did you ever watch that? Didn't he play himself? He played the asshole version of himself. Yeah. It was great. He was amazing. It's kind of like uh, um, Neil Patrick Harris in the Harold and Kumar movies. Yeah, he he basically did that, but like to an even greater extreme. Uh, he plays a older, scarred, missing leg version of Rocky. 
evidently. I didn't pick up that it was Rocky, but I wasn't really paying attention. I was like, what's going on? Why is James Vanderbeek here? Where is his leg? I think at, like, at one point in all the fucking noise of that movie, uh, Kimberly calls him Rocky, but it's, like, so yeah. brief that unless you were paying attention, you'd miss it. I kind of suspected that just when she was, she told him you were never one of us. I was like, he must be Rocky. <laughs> I was like, he's not Asian, so he's not Adam, and he's not a black woman, so he's not Aisha. I didn't catch on it was Kimberly. I thought it was uh, the other one. Catherine? Can't remember names. I thought it was Catherine. I was like, why is Catherine in this? But I guess she was Kim. But see, the problem was... Well, she wasn't really Kim. Oh, oh no. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> no, it's that, uh, like... It was talking about the Rangers, and apparently, like, Jason, Rocky, Adam, and Zack were all on the same team. Yeah. Nope. No. That's me being an idiot. Uh, <laughs> like, hey, they were not on the same team together. This is inaccurate. So it's a, like, 14-minute short uh, with Rocky has been hunting the Power Rangers, or trying to find Tommy, more specifically, as Power Rangers die. Blah, blah, blah. It, it, just fucking watch it while you can. I... It's it's a weird short, and that I really enjoyed it, but I can't peg why I enjoyed it. Well, no, it's like I can say I enjoyed it. It was just well made. Yeah, it was like as far as like a dark Power Rangers goes, they they did a phenomenal job with it. But and I I said this too, and got a little bit of shit for it. Was that it's like Mike ten years ago would have been all over this fucking thing. Yeah, but Mike now. It's like Power Rangers is a kid's thing. Yeah. I still like, like I don't the idea. I don't want I don't want a, a dark, violent Power Rangers anymore. And I especially like I can see Saban's side, a lot of people are uh getting upset at them because they want the video taken down. Right. Uh but I can see their side in that like if a five year old goes on Google to look up some Power Rangers shit and this thing's popular, so it's going to be the first thing that pops up. He's like, yeah, I'm going to watch this Power Rangers movie, and Zack's cutting people's heads off. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I kind of feel the same way. I think back often to the ideas we had a few years ago for Power Rangers. Oh, me too. And I still think about that, and I'd still love an opportunity to write that. I still think it's got legs. I still think I could do something really cool with it. But I'm also at the point in my life now where I'm like, if I ever want to really do anything with that idea, it, it has to be a unique idea. Right, that's kind of like when the movie came out and everyone was talking about it. I I started thinking back on my old shit as well, and yeah. I I kind of came to the same conclusion. That's like I'd love to go back and revisit that stuff, but I don't want it to be Power Rangers. So yeah, I I have started thinking of an idea that will be very heavily inspired by Power Rangers, but I'm not going to try and make it like some sort of Power Rangers spinoff or reboot or whatever. Mega Ninjas. It's not going to be Mega Ninja. Mega Ninja Power Force Go. Oh, <laughs> uh, they they already did that. That was the 20th anniversary season. <laughs> that wasn't the 20th anniversary either. Uh, 21st anniversary the season. 21st season. They celebrated the drinking age. That's what it was. They celebrated Power Rangers turning the drinking age with a season that made you have to drink. <laughs> you had to be drunk to get through that thing. Uh, hey, hey, by the way, one last thing that hit the internet today before we move on to uh, wrestling. Uh, DuckTales reboot for Disney XD. Okay. Just thought that was cool to mention. New DuckTales! Is it going to be, like... Nobody nobody knows. All they said today was, we just ordered a DuckTales reboot. I hope it's not, like, extreme. Well, they did that one sort of, uh, what was it? Uh, I can't remember. Was it Quack Attack? 
Where it had the, yeah. the older Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Yeah. That was garbage. <laughs> the dark era of Disney TV. I remember that. They liked to skate, and they were hip and edgy, and I think one of them had their, their hat on backwards. Yeah, because they're cool. Because they're cool now. They're, they're like 12. 90s teenagers, so they're rad. 90s teenagers was a dark era. <laughs> we would often discuss how rad we were as we stood in line at the roller skating rink. <laughs> but hey, we got roller blades because we were cool in Roller the 90s. blades. I could never... I, I, I got to the point where I could pretty reliably, like, move around on rollerblades, but braking was never something I was good at. That's ultimately why I never did them either. It's like, I could stand, and then I could start moving, but once I got moving, there was no stopping. <laughs> it was like, just slamming into walls. Oh, gotta stop now, boom! I was like the kid in the second Mighty Ducks that's always slamming into the wall. Oh, God, let's see. Power Rangers, DuckTales, Mighty Ducks, Alien... Yep, this is the checkoff list of everything you knew in 92. <laughs> <laughs> on to wrestling. We have two weeks of wrestling to catch up on. Don't worry, nothing fucking happened. Yeah, it's it's good that you watched it, because I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. <laughs> I saw, I saw uh, Fastlane, but I did I not watch Fastlane. Raw for the last two weeks. Uh, real quick, the Raw before Fastlane... A whole lot of nothing happens. Uh, Cena cuts a promo. Luke Harper versus Dean Ambrose. Uh, Dean Ambrose spent the Raw before Fastlane saying he was going to make Barrett sign the contract for an Intercontinental title match because for some reason Dean Ambrose woke up and said, I want the Intercontinental Championship. (laughs) I can sell that for a lot of cocaine. (laughs) You made him sound like Paul Heyman (laughs) circa 97. My advocate, Brock Lesnar, needs a mountain of cocaine. Um, uh, Most notable, there was a uh, Triple H Ric Flair segment uh, that a lot of people were like, Rick seemed really together. And I pointed out, yeah, because Triple H kept cutting him off because he was going to start rambling. <laughs> Which makes us a perfect opportunity to tell you that Triple, uh, Ric Flair has signed a contract to start his own podcast. Oh, God. That would see oh, Ric God. Flair... They would see Ric Flair weekly interview wrestlers, celebrities, sports stars, because here's the, I look at it this not way. 300 other fucking wrestlers are doing that already. I think to myself, a Ric Flair podcast could be really cool because Ric Flair has been in the business for so long. You, there's probably so many cool stories he could tell and some great conversations he could have. The problem is Ric Flair's not all there. <laughs> The problem is Ric Flair doesn't know how to talk in a straight line. He knows how to talk and take the back roads, and he gets to the point, but it takes six hours. <laughs> well, that means, Case... like, Ric Flair would be a great guest on a podcast. He Rick would not Flair be a would great be... host of a podcast. Ric Flair would be a great co-host for the Ric Flair podcast. You need someone else there to temper him. Uh, someone like a Matt Stryker, who can... Uh, kind of lead the conversation and lead the interview and let Rick. Oh, I tell you, back in my days, Sonny boy. Uh, but he's not Dusty But I think, much like the Taz podcast, an hour of Ric Flair talking sounds like the most goddamn unbearable thing I can imagine. Oh uh, yeah, I haven't given Taz's show a a listen yet, but I can't. Uh, I no. Uh, interestingly, Ric Flair and Taz both signed with the same company for their podcast. What company is that? It's not Podcast uh, One. It's like CBS, I think, actually. Because no. Podcast One does Austin and Jericho's no. and JR's. No, I think there's, it's like CBS Sports. I think they also show. do uh, Roddy Piper's. 
Anyway. Yeah. Like I said, Anywho. like 400 other fucking wrestlers haven't done this shit already. Yeah, every asshole has a podcast. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, I think that they saw, uh, like, Colt making a go with it. <laughs> they said, fuck that guy. And, well, yeah, it's like, if this guy who's, like, had a cup of coffee in WWE and is running the indies is making a living off of his podcast, I'm fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin. Imagine yeah. how I could do. I'm Chris Jericho. I'm the first undisputed champion i can do this and none of them have reached colt's level of success <laughs> oh i don't know i could argue austin's up there but uh, i don't know i i don't know any of their numbers i imagine austin and jericho are doing i would imagine if you looked at their numbers they're all honestly doing about the same because it's the same people listening to every one of those probably <laughs> The same 400 people downloading every wrestler's podcast. I saw a few months ago. I'm not ago one where of Josh, those. <clears throat> I, I saw a few months ago where Josh Matthews had a podcast. I'm like, no, Josh Matthews, no. <laughs> How many times can you tell the story of that time you auditioned for Tough Enough? And what a bitter motherfucker he's turned into recently. Boy, yeah. <laughs> Didn't realize till he left WWE what a pain in the ass he was. I always thought he seemed like a really, like, down-to-earth, chill guy. And then he goes to TNA and starts taking shots at JR. And I'm like, dude, yeah, calm down. So, uh... <laughs> so Josh Matthews. Yeah, yeah so, uh, <laughs> it, the Ric Flair segment... <clears throat> Uh, has Ric Flair coming out and doing the exact same promo we said he was going to do like two weeks ago. Oh, I've been wrestling the Stinger for 30 years, blah, blah, blah. Right. And Triple H is like, Rick, it's me. I got this. And Ric Flair's like, well, don't get a, don't be sitting on your ass like you were last week. And Triple H lays out Ric Flair and starts yelling at him. Ooh, the CEO, everybody. Woo! Uh, Bray Wyatt did another promo. Uh, the Goldust Stardust breakup uh, kicked in the high gear. Dusty Rhodes showed up and was like, hey, Cody, you got to get your shit straight, man, because you're my son and we all love you. And Stardust is like, I can do this. And they go and they have their match. Stardust fucks up. Michael Cole shows a little inadvertent racism uh, when Xavier Woods, or Kofi Kingston, rather, is on the turnbuckle and jumps at Goldust. And Michael Cole's like, Xavier Woods going for the advantage. Oh, no, Michael, no. Ooh. I, ooh, I don't know that I'd call that racism. It's a joke. It's a joke, Mike. <laughs> Michael Cole thinks they all look alike. I got where you were going with, <laughs> with that, but... Uh, they botch it. Kofi takes advantage, pins Goldust, Stardust helps Goldust up and looks all sad and whatnot, and then hits him with a crossroads and leaves. And tells Dusty that, as far as he's concerned, Cody is dead and so is his dad. Oh, sad. Sad face. I'm sure that they had a big cry afterwards, like when, uh... Bree told, or Nikki told Bree that uh, she wished she had died in the womb. And then they were on Twitter later going, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. it was oh just my God. <laughs> they even had oh videos up on the fucking website. That pissed me off. Like, <sighs> WWE, this is your angle. Don't show backstage footage of them crying and apologizing. <laughs> That's like if back in the day they had showed footage of like Triple H consoling the mannequin in the coffin. <laughs> Uh, I like how, like, 2004 is back in the day for you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck you. Um, like, that'd be, like, back in the day when the four horsemen were apologizing to Dusty for breaking his leg. He'd be like, no, that's, like, back in the day if Triple H was apologizing to the mannequin that he fucked. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Roman Reigns and Kane have a match. Roman Reigns wins by countout. Believe that. Uh, still to come in the show, Big Show versus Brian. Is that about the time you tuned out? 
I don't think I even watched this episode. I think like I had it on, but I was sidetracked by something else. Like I, because I'm reading all this and I'm like, I don't remember any of this. Like I have like little spurts, but you know, uh, oh yeah, Summer Ray versus Paige. Paige came out and dressed in a Rosebud's gear because. Are we really gonna go do a rundown of the entire nope, fucking card of the last two weeks? Because Jesus. Nope. Because I'm about done with this one. Uh, oh yeah, there was this uh, Darren Young and a local jobber versus the Ascension match. Where everybody was immediately like, Darren Young is about to get his ass kicked because he spoke out against WWE performing in countries that hate gay people. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like, everyone, even Lance Storm was like, this is bullshit. Darren Young is about to just get beat down with some nobody in the goddamn ring because he spoke his mind. And then Titus O'Neil comes out and the primetime players are back, baby. Probably the best thing to happen on the show. Oh, pretty much. Uh, Oh, yeah, and then... uh. Ambrose forced Barrett to sign the contract by zip-tying Barrett to the ring post. That I know of because they showed it on the pay-per-view. Totally passable in a court of law. Totally legal. Uh, And then uh, show versus Brian happens. Reigns runs in, hits show with a Superman punch. Big show wins by DQ. Uh, Brian and Reigns brawl to end the show. That was your go-home show for Fastlane, which was honestly not terrible. What, Fastlane was not terrible? Fastlane was not terrible. No, Fastlane was not terrible. No, Fastlane was pretty good, honestly. Uh, your opener for Fastlane... You wouldn't know it from the fucking crowd, though. Yeah. Good well, lord. You could hear a mouse Memphis. fart in that arena. Uh, uh, your opener for the show, The Authority, Rollins, Show and Kane versus Ziggler, uh, Rowan and Ryback. The Authority win by pinfall. Oh, they are called The Authority, aren't they? They are called The Authority. Didn't Big Show uh, punch out Kane? Well, uh, you know, they mended their terms. Big Show just was grumpy that day. Big Show he was, was having I guess... a face turn that day. <laughs> I thought better of it. It's sort of like, you know, we get indigestion. The Big Show gets face turns. Face turns. Uh, Goldust to start us up next. A match <laughs> it's, that... It's like Big Show's faces are, are just like a chronic illness that he has to deal with anymore. He just feels the, like, being a good person coming up in his throat. He's like, meh, meh. He's finally learning to suppress it. It's like the Grinch. The Grinch of professional wrestling. Instead of Christmas, it's WrestleMania. You're a mean one, Mr. Show. How the Big Show stole WrestleMania. (laughs) No one's ever said Big Show stole WrestleMania. (laughs) How the Big Show stole money on the bank. (laughs) Uh, Goldust, uh, and Stardust up next. Goldust won by pinfall. Uh, decent match. These two obviously kind of saving a little something for WrestleMania, where it's assumed their feud will come to an end and Stardust will become Cody Rhodes magically, and Goldust will likely retire and become an agent again. But something about that match is just, even the ending with the referee not counting three and then calling for the bell, yeah. it's just, everything felt just a, a step off. Yeah, um, I I don't know what it was with that. I it, mean, I I, I it, imagine that they'll they'll have a decent match at WrestleMania. Some people were even saying that the uh, the botched finish was planned to give them a reason to fight again at WrestleMania. Yeah, uh, but I don't know something about that that's like they didn't they didn't gel. Yeah, um, I I will say it feels like the way this story is going to come to a close is going to be the idea that Stardust can't defeat Goldust, but Cody Rhodes can. I, I wish they would ditch the gimmicks and just have Dustin versus Cody as people. <laughs> a lot of people have suggested that, and a lot of people don't like it. I think that would be. I think you could build that up to be a really cool moment. 
if they were just like, hey, this is beyond the characters now. Yeah. This is an actual family issue. You could even do like a street fight or something. With Dusty as the referee. My thumb! I can't, baby. I can't, I can't do it. I can't count the pinfall. No, I won't do it. No, oh, count out my fun. Oh no, oh one, oh no, I can't. Oh two, oh. <laughs> doing the weird hurts... dances in between each number. I am. Oh, it hurts my heart. My heart hurts so. Three. Oh, my heart. No, get up, boys. I can't do it. Oh, shouldn't say that because at his age, he might legitimately have a heart attack. They'll turn those ring mics up. You'll hear. I'm just a little twitterpated. Oh. I want to see this now, actually. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, next up, I can't a believe really I good... I'm, fun. I'm your son, oh my too. God. I'm your son, too. <laughs> I can't count for my fun. He just gets to nine and goes, I can't do it. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. No. I can't do it. Better yet, Dusty Rhodes' heel turn. He just fucking lays them both out and takes the pen for himself. Fuck it. He plays music and he dances. I did make a comment when he came out on Raw. I was like, I was like, Dusty Rhodes looks really great, or at least as great as a baked potato drug along a cheese grater can look. I say that he looks like hash browns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, what do you mean he looks like hash browns? <laughs> Dusty Rhodes looks delicious. I want to fry Dusty Rhodes up and have him with a waffle. Uh, what? <laughs> you said that. Tyson. I. Tyson Kidd and Cesaro, Dusty Rhodes Waffles. That's the name of the podcast. I'm writing that one down. Uh, Dusty Hash Browns? Dusty Hash uh, Browns! Uh, Tyson Kidd and Cesaro with Natalia uh, defeat the Usos with Naomi to uh, to win the tag belts. Mm-hmm. So they can probably drop them at WrestleMania. They're going to have like an eight tag team. Yeah, you've got to do the put every... I would say that this is the point where you go, the Ascension have been dominating, they're going to win at WrestleMania, but as we will find out shortly, they lost to the primetime players this week. <laughs> but think about that. Think about that. The the way the power is set up. The Ascension have destroyed everyone, but lost to the primetime players. Well, I think the, uh, the bloom is off the rose as far as the Ascension is concerned. What? No, not that amazing team. <laughs> I think that uh, they had hopes for them, and then they came in, and just no one cared. Yeah, sort of like when they were in NXT. I say send them back to NXT, put the Lucha Dragons in their spot on Raw, because if I was eight years old, I would cheer like mad for, uh, what's his fucking name? The one that's not Sin Cara. I can't remember his goddamn name. Kalisto. 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 I forgot his fucking name. I wanted to say El Local, but that's not (laughs) right. (laughs) That was Ricardo Rodriguez. That was, I know, I'm like, that's not Who did right. team with him in the original Lucha Dragons. That man is not pudgy enough to be Ricardo Rodriguez. I know I'm wrong. No, if I was eight years old, I would think Kalisto looked cool as fuck. I saw a picture of Triple H with the Lucha Dragons, and he's like doing a thumbs up towards Sin Cara, and I'm like, yeah, you had to put the mask on someone else, but you finally got it right. Yeah. <laughs> as far as kayfabe is concerned, it's still the same guy. He just put on 50 pounds and 6 inches. Unico's not that much taller than Sin Cara. I remember reading about, like, because Unico is obviously built differently than Sin Cara, and when the first Sin Cara suspension happened, and they just threw Unico mm-hmm. in there, I was like, maybe you won't be able to notice. And he walked out on Raw, and it's like, nope, <laughs> that's really obviously not the same guy. 
Uh, Nikki Bella retains her title against Paige in Divas matchup. She cheats by pulling the the tights so that they can do some kind of a Divas battle royale at WrestleMania. Hey, but no, they're going to give Divas a chance. Hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag AJ Lee's tired of your shit. Uh, yeah, AJ's not coming back ever. <laughs> no. I got to admit, the best part of that was Stephanie McMahon trying to say, I really appreciate your opinion. Just struggling to save face. I just imagine her, like, just angrily typing that out. It's just, goddamn fucking CM Punk the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's the, the, the corporate, they'll, they'll smile to your face while they're stabbing you in the back. It's... Yeah. Uh, it's like, AJ has the same CM Punk, I don't give a fuck, and Stephanie McMahon and Triple H don't like that, so... Somebody uh, asked if we'd ever see AJ Lee again, and the first response I saw was, yeah, you'll see her again, you know, when the camera pans over to her at Punk's UFC yeah. matches. We'll see plenty of her on UFC television. We're not, not going to yeah. see her on WWE anymore. Uh, she'll show up in Ring of Honor next year with Samoa Joe. <laughs> oh, God. Samoa Joe announced he was going back to Ring of Honor. CM Punk tweeted at him that I owe you one, pal. And now everybody's screaming, Punk's coming back for one more match. Well, Punk said something in the, the Art of Wrestling shows that like he would. he's not against coming back to wrestle. He yeah. just doesn't want to wrestle for WWE anymore. He said, like, yeah, I'll work against the Young Bucks or something, sure. Like, that's not saying that I'm going to come back, but I'll do it. Why not? Fuck it. Sure. I like money. Punk is going to do whatever Punk's going to do. Pretty much. I, I imagine a lot of it will boil down to how the UFC thing goes. If he beats the fuck out of this guy decisively in this first match, I think that'll be the go-to Punk thing for a while. Do we have a definitive time on him showing up? Uh, I think around this summer. Hmm. I, Sometime this I'm year. I'm going to be paying attention to that. <laughs> Yeah, it, I hate that because I hate UFC, but it's like, I can't not watch CM Punk wrestle. See, I don't even hate UFC, I just haven't... I know you've said Fights. that you don't like the uh, the culture. I Yeah, I just don't have it in me to wear an Affliction shirt. You don't have to... I can't look at I can't look at Jerry Lawler without feeling like killing myself. I sure... You, you know. don't have to wear the clothes to watch the show. You have to be a part of the culture, oh. Mike. You have to be indoctrinated. Uh, Bad News Barrett retained his title against Dean oh, Ambrose. And just swiftly, swiftly move on. Bad News Barrett retains his title against Dean Ambrose via disqualification after Dean Ambrose uh, just won't stop beating the shit out of Barrett because Barrett was trying to run away. I like how earlier uh, we talked about how Ric Flair can't talk in a straight line, and then we just went off a whole yeah. tangent somehow from Nikki Bella versus Paige to like what CM Punk and AJ are going to be up to this summer. Uh, lots of banging. <laughs> Clanging and banging. Wrong guy. Wrong guy? That's what? The they can still clang and bang. Maybe they'll invite The Rock. They're two hip young kids. Who knows what they're into? Rock's a single good looking man. Why not? Rock's, <laughs> Rock's a single good looking man? Um, Dean Ambrose, after the match, uh, steals the Intercontinental Championship and leaves. Yeah, because they... Uh, God, this fucking... Um, I hate the angle where the guy steals the belt. I hate it. I've always hated that. It's so stupid. So now see if you can tell where the booking for the Intercontinental Championship is going. On Raw, our truth comes out at ringside for a Bad News Barrett match with Dolph Ziggler because Truth beat beat Bad News Barrett on SmackDown and is now technically the number one contender for the title. So we're going to have Dean Ambrose a Dean Ambrose match. comes out, waves the title in Barrett's face, shoulder checks Ziggler and leaves with the belt. So yeah, we're going to have Ziggler, our truth, Barrett and Dean Ambrose. 
I didn't know why R Truth was out there at first because I, of course, didn't watch SmackDown. Because who the fuck watches SmackDown? It's a good idea though to have like actual angles and storyline progression yeah. on SmackDown so that maybe people will start trying to watch it. Yeah, and that's why they had R Truth beat the Intercontinental Champion. I'm not no. saying that's a great way to go about it, but but I, I didn't know why he was out there at first, so I was confused as to why R Truth was just suddenly at ringside for this bad news Barrett Dolph Ziggler match, and then I realized. Our truth just randomly showing up on commentary would be the best gimmick ever. <laughs> Our truth's here for this uh, U.S. title matchup because fuck it, high truth, spiders, woo, conspiracy. Um, Why are you out here, Our Truth? What else am I gonna do? <laughs> I was just trying to get some popcorn from that guy up there. Hey, popcorn. Truth, that's a six-year-old boy in a John Cena shirt. He's got popcorn. I want his popcorn. <laughs> want motherfucker's popcorn. <laughs> Give me a popcorn. Uh, next up, Rusev defeats John Cena by submission, just like every other Rusev pay-per-view match. But unlike every other Rusev pay-per-view match, they actually cheated. That's right. He didn't he punch Cena in the dick. Yeah, Lana distracted the referee, and then he did a low blow and got Cena in the submission hold. Is it really cheating if you're distracted by Lana, though? She's very. Easy. <laughs> I, uh... Well, that's not the cheating. The cheating is the uh, the dick punch. Did you catch the really great uh, Rusev and Lana character bit before the match started? Hmm. Uh, right before the match starts, while they're in the ring and Cena's in there and they're getting ready to get going, the crowd goes to start chanting for Jerry Lawler because they don't give a shit. Right. And as soon as they start chanting Jerry, Lana mutters something and Rusev gives Lawler this death glare. <laughs> At which point, John Cena just comes across the ring and lays uh, Rusev out. But it's like, that's a really cool character bit for them. They are, it, I like Rusev and Lana. I like them, too. I just wish they'd do more with them, or be, do better with them. I wish they'd do gooder. Well, after Rusev loses to John Cena at WrestleMania, he'll be on main event, so it won't matter. Yeah. Oh, that, sorry, I mean, he'll be in a different spot on the card. But no, it's, it's a really good act, but yeah, that's like we we just pointed out, it's like... The the whole heel thing, he hasn't cheated until now. The only yeah. reason that we've he's, had to hate him is that he's Russian, and I'm sorry, but it's not, not 1980 anymore. He's been doing the same thing. So wasn't, he in, wasn't he on the card for WrestleMania last year? Um, Was he? In Swagger? No. No, I can't remember. But he's been doing the same thing since he debuted. Right, which was at last year's WrestleMania. Not WrestleMania, no, not WrestleMania, uh, Royal Rumble. Because uh, the last Rumble with Punk was his debut. Right, right, right. So was he on WrestleMania last year? I don't remember. Mm. Looking it up really uh, quick while Chris talks about things, why does Rusev take me to a, a whole list of people named Rusev? Wow, popular name. Uh, Roman Reigns defeated Daniel Bryan in the main event to retain his spot for the title at WrestleMania 31. A good match with a weak story, a predictable end, and kind of a sudden end, too, that threw me off for a second. But despite the pop that Roman Reigns got, the internet would still have you believe that everyone hates him. Um, yeah, I thought for sure the match was going to go for like another five, ten minutes when it ended. No, just spear and done. I'm like, oh, okay. But I liked that though because it it kind of sold the spear. Where like, I'm I'm really getting tired of people kicking out of finishers. Yeah, and so to just have. Well, him... I mean, they did just kick out of each other's finisher for fifteen minutes. So, but no, Roman didn't hit the spear. In that match before then? No. No. I don't think so. But he hit every other finisher he has. They're not finishers. They're signatures. Oh, sorry. You can play more um, wrestling games, sir. You can kick out the a one signature. Thing that, the one thing that got me at the end was um, 
Daniel Bryan going up to Reigns, you better kick his ass. To me, that was what kind of killed the match for me, because it's like, now this is just obviously the endorsement match where they're going, how do we get the kids to cheer for Roman Reigns and not Daniel Bryan? I know. Kids, look, Daniel Bryan likes Roman Reigns, so you should too. Yeah, of course it is, but what are you going to do? They, they're they trying to get Roman over, even though like he had one bad night at the Royal Rumble. Oh, man, we completely forgot to mention the most important thing that happened on the pay-per-view. What's that? Well, wait, the two most important things that happened on the pay-per-view. Number one, Randy Orton came back. I like that, like, for for months, you have been saying, oh, this is night Randy Orton's coming back, and you've seemed excited about it. No, not excited about it. You have seemed no. excited about it. No. I was like, here comes Orton. He's coming back tonight. And then, yeah, he finally comes back, and you're After like, oh, that. motherfucker. After four months, Randy Orton comes back. It didn't feel like four months, but it was refreshing while he was gone. Second, so there's this moment where I'm just, like, watching the show, chilling. Uh, this is a pretty good pay-per-view. And then this blue light comes over the crowd, and I'm like, huh, what's this? And then the Undertaker's music cues up, oh, yeah. and I'm like, oh, fuck, no way. This is great. This is amazing. And then they roll the the acolytes come the druids come out rather. And I'm like, oh my god, the fucking oh, this is awesome. And then the casket comes out, and I'm like, oh, it's Bray Wyatt. Yeah, as soon as they played the music, I knew it was Bray Wyatt. Ah, so Bray Wyatt officially made it clear that he was challenging the Undertaker. If the past month of promos of him building a coffin didn't make it obvious <laughs> to you. <laughs> oh, oh, I bet he's trying to challenge Triple H. Oh. Oh, look at that. That was a really cool segment, though. Uh, And I loved the uh, shit-eating you mad look that Bray Wyatt had on his face when he sat up in the coffin. Yeah. Um, The the last I read is the current plan is they're not going to have The Undertaker show up until WrestleMania. They're going to have Bray Wyatt keep coming out and calling him out and The Undertaker not respond because they're like, we'll probably get a pretty cool pop when he comes out at WrestleMania and you haven't seen him yet. The problem for me with this, though, is that... Like, what else, what's Undertaker supposed to prove with this? I don't think they're trying to prove anything. To me, what this feels like to me is Bray Wyatt's fucking crazy and can say he's going to break what's left of the Undertaker. And this can be the Undertaker coming back and going, nah, I still got it. Well, okay, so Undertaker comes back, beats up Bray Wyatt, says, nah, I still got it, and then goes away for another year. (laughs) Or Bray Wyatt beats the Undertaker and it's solidified that the Undertaker can't go anymore. Look, they gotta do something to sell those $60 plastic commemorative streak urns you can buy on <laughs> WWE shop, goddammit. No. So it's, um, there, there's really no win here. In, in the, like, fantasy booking scenario, the, like, dream universe scenario, what this is building to, goddamn, we didn't even talk about staying at Fastlane. Um, We've still got time. This is what happens when I just look at Wikipedia for the pay-per-view results while I'm going. Yeah, because they don't have the um, talking segments on the It's on like, match oh, right. Other things happened. Um, in the, like, dream booking scenario, what this is is this is reestablishing Undertaker without the streak, uh, but still building up as a credible contender so that next year you can do Sting versus Undertaker. And that at WrestleMania 32, neither man can compete because they're fucking done and gone. <laughs> I love The Undertaker. I don't think he's in near as bad a shape as anyone says he is, largely because uh, the kayfabe breaking Michelle McCool Instagram page that we have that has them constantly working out with each other uh, shows that he's still he's still got some fuel in the tank. Not much. He's running on fumes, but uh, you know, 
I just get nervous when he does those suicide dives. I'm like, no, you're going to break. Yeah, no, your hips. He stop to quit oh. doing that move altogether. He needed to uh, stop that, doing that move when he cleaned out fucking Sim Snooker that one WrestleMania. That and uh, when he took the elbow off the top rope from Punk at WrestleMania and the uh, announce table didn't break. I was like, yep, he's dead. <laughs> he's like legit dead. They can't call him the dead man anymore. Now it's Sin Sensitive. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've, uh, we also forgot to mention Sting came out at, at Raw, or at Fastlane. He didn't come out at Raw. They don't pay him enough for that. Well, they had him for that one Raw. Uh, most notably, to me, what got me was Triple H was gonna come out and have a confrontation with Sting, the COO of the company, coming out to have a confrontation with Sting. So he comes out in his fucking leather jacket and blue jeans combo. Well, see, someone, uh, someone on Twitter was like, "Oh, so Triple H has decided to dust off his year 2000 attire." And I said, "Well, maybe he thinks that if he dresses like it's 2000, he'll get 2000 Sting, who will still be able to wrestle." <laughs> um, hey, I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, Sting has lost a good bit of weight from his TNA days. You can see it in his face. Maybe it's the makeup. Who knows? Uh, I think Sting looked pretty good in the ring Sunday night. No, I, I, I'm joking. It Sting can probably still, uh, part time, pull on a part on a good match every it, now and again. It's the same way I feel with the Undertaker. Sting can't do a fucking goddamn three hundred whatever days on the road schedule. No, he's not doing the loop. No, no. But uh, two or three months out of the year. I with the right person in the ring, like you can't put him in the ring with fucking Titus O'Neil and expect a good match. You can't put him in the ring with the Ascension and expect a good match. But you put him in the ring with a good worker like the Undertaker or God forbid I say this out loud, the internet will hate me, Triple H, somebody who knows what they're doing in the ring, I think you can still get a really good match from somebody who knows what they're doing. From somebody who knows how to work around the limitations of the fact that he is a geriatric man in face paint. I don't think you're giving him enough credit. Sting or Triple Sting. H? Sting? No, I think he can still go. I think if he wanted to, he could do that fucking loop. I don't think he's going to. But no, no, he shouldn't do the loop. Uh, no. But it's like Sting still has enough name recognition uh, that he should be held off for your WrestleManias and SummerSlams. Yeah. As, like you said, against the right person. Big name opponents, dream match type scenarios. Yeah, don't put him in there against Sting and Randy Orton. No, please don't. I'd I'd Maybe. even like be okay with that. Randy Orton's a big enough name. I know you don't like him. I'm I'm not a huge fan either. But it's like when you think about it, it's like of the last twelve Sting. years, Randy Orton goes to punt Sting, and Sting like grabs the rope and gets yanked up to the rafters. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. No, Got you motherfucker. <laughs> um. No, I'm I'm excited to see Triple H versus Sting. I think Sting still got it, and I think with the backing of WWE and the Performance Center, I think we're going to see a drastically different Sting from the I don't give a shit, I'll just wear a t-shirt to the ring, TNA Sting. <laughs> well, no, come WrestleMania if he comes out wearing a t-shirt. God damn it, Stinger. <laughs> God damn it. Why is your metabolism not like it was 15 years ago? <laughs> Why are you not a young man anymore, Sting? God damn it. Fucking time! Ah, no. Great segment with Sting. I love that Sting has still not really spoken. That You can hear him, but he's not actually, like, spoken. <laughs> no, that's the, the best thing for him. Yeah. It's like, I, again, they're... Well, that's because once, once he grabs a mic, he's going to start screaming things like, Showtime! But yeah, it's like they, they want to they wanna bring back the Sting from the NWO era, 
who did creepy shit and didn't say anything and came out with a baseball bat and just laid everybody out. They don't want 90s surfer sting or like early 90s surfer sting. They uh they definitely got their moment they were looking for with Sting and Triple H in the ring together with Sting pointing the bat at the WrestleMania sign. Did you did you mark Mike? Of did you mark out I pretty did. hard? Were you screaming at? The- I wasn't screaming, but I like I I said this that it's like Sting's older now, and I understand that, and it's not 1999 anymore. But there is still a a 14 year old kid in here that is loving seeing Sting in a WWE ring. Why do you have a 14-year-old kid in your bedroom? Why did I know you were going to say that? <laughs> I mean, inside me, that doesn't make it better. That doesn't make <laughs> it better. Make it better. <laughs> oh, man. That doesn't make it better, Mike. Shut up. Uh, I wonder if I wonder if I can send that episode description to fan. This week, we talk fast lane and the 14-year-old boy Mike has inside of himself. Please don't. What? <laughs> I think whoever runs their Twitter account actually like retweeted that when I said it. That like there's yeah. the 14 year old version of me is loving seeing all this shit. Yeah, we're we're getting some people listening to the show from that. Hi, if you found us from Fan, by the way, why aren't you watching Mortal Kombat? Probably because it's us. Every time we do a podcast, we're like, oh fuck, this is still going. Oh my god! Like wow, these In guys are really fans. not enjoying playing this game. Hey, the uh, the last month and the first month were spectacular. It was the four in between that got a little draggy. Uh, Even like going through and watching those for the stats type compiled, it was like, wow, we really just kind of run out of shit to say in the middle, huh? Anyways, Raw the next night. Uh, here's what happened. Randy Orton comes out, has a promo, and I'm like, oh, fucking Randy Orton. The big show comes out, and I turn the TV. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, Barrett and Ziggler wind up having a match. Uh, uh, Ziggler wins. Ambrose comes out. I ran over this whole fucking thing with you already. Uh, Ambrose leaves with the belt. Uh, Darren Young and Titus O'Neil beat the Ascension. Are you talking about that? Which probably means that the Ascension is going to become the tag champions at WrestleMania. Uh, so that the primetime players can get it? Uh, oh yeah, the this is after the uh, oh yeah the Bushwhackers are going in the Hall of Fame this year. By the way, what a wide and varied Hall of Fame class of 2015 we have: Rikishi, Schwarzenegger, the Bushwhackers. Uh, oh fuck, who was the other one they announced? Randy Savage. Oh Randy, fuck. <laughs> Randy motherfucking Savage. It's the name that you forgot out of that whole list. <laughs> Uh, also, the guy people have going. been clamoring to get in there for 10 years. Kishi, <laughs> <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger, the Bushwhackers, and some other asshole. <laughs> uh, some motherfucker used to wander around back in the day with coffee creamer in his hands. I don't know who the fuck he was. Um, uh, also rumored to be going in this year, uh, Alundra Blaze. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many times they'll play her dropping that belt into the trash can. <laughs> It's they have gotten a lot of mileage out of that, and I understand that at that moment, like in the '90s, that was a big fucking moment. But it's 2015. They that belt is like arguably worth more in the trash can right now. No, give Divas a chance. No, use your voice, Divas. So hashtag we hear you, said Vince. Hashtag (laughs) we hear you, because you're backstage and not in the ring. Did you see the shit about uh, that Corey Graves got? No. 
he said something about uh like these women will uh or have to make their own opportunities or something and they're like how the fuck do you expect them to make their own opportunities when they're given 30 seconds <laughs> people just fucking unloaded on him he's like wow i guess i'm never gonna voice my opinion on twitter again it's like well that's probably best anyway but well, I mean, that's how it goes on Twitter. If you voice an opinion and your opinion is correct, you get shit from it. Because who wants to watch women wrestle? Yeah, wrestle. But no, it's like, in a worked industry that's controlled by somebody else, you really can't make your own opportunities in it. Yeah. Uh, tag time, tag time, ta-da-ba-da-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Tag team title match. Uh, the Usos and Cesaro, uh, versus Cesaro and Tyson Kidd for the rematch. Because they got to get this out of the way so they can build the fucking multi-tag team match at WrestleMania. Uh, the Usos win by DQ, so, you know, Cesaro and Kid retain, because fuck it. Because why give anybody a definitive win? Yeah, fuck that. It's, this is uh, just oh, there's the, a... the beginning of a fucking 14-month Usos there's Cesaro Kid feud. Uh... <laughs> Usos are really good at, like, bouncing those titles back and forth between them and one other team for two years. Yeah. Uh, there's a Reigns and Bryan promo before this with Paul Heyman coming out. This is around the time Brock Lesnar walked out. There's a very grain of salty go- story going around that Reigns failed to... Tr- Excuse me, what the fuck? God damn, buddy, what are you doing? Stop falling apart. Uh, I feel like Mike all of a sudden... Chris said Roman Reigns and vomited in his mouth a little bit. <laughs> Roman uh, fun fact, my cousin went to the, uh, SmackDown taping in Atlanta the other night, and, uh, she took her, her kid, who was, like, six, and she was like, he's so happy, oh, it's the time of his life, he's having a great night, and then tweets, a, she, or not tweets, she posts on Facebook a picture of Reigns versus, uh, Wyatt, and she's like, that's what I'm talking about, and I knew she was talking about Reigns, but I started to be like, Bray Wyatt's an interesting choice in Crush. <laughs> he looks like he smells like nachos. Not like good nachos, like, these nachos have been sitting out in the sun for a little bit, huh? Like they see him backstage and, Bray, why do you smell like nachos? It's part of my character, man. <laughs> Love me some fucking nachos, man. <laughs> That's why he doesn't always wear the white pants, because there's, like, Cheetos <laughs> or Cheetos and Doritos stains all over the pants. You're like, oh, I gotta go out there. With orange fingerprints all over his pants. Bray, goddammit! <laughs> Vince McMahon yelling at him in Gorilla. Stop giving Bray Wyatt Doritos, goddammit! <laughs> Sorry, Vince, I just love the Doritos so much! He's gotta be in character. He's gotta be saying weird shit about the Doritos, though. Oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try. Just a cheetah sees into my soul, and in my soul there is a darkness because the soul prefers the Doritos! But all I have are Cheetos. Uh, it's around this time Brock Lesnar walks out. There's this uh, fucking story that Reigns possibly failed the drug test. I don't think that's the point. It's something to do with a business decision between WWE. Uh, the big, the the most logical rumor is it was the one year anniversary of WWE Network, which means it's about time for everybody to get their royalty checks from the WWE Network. Oh. Yeah, and there's talk that maybe what logically could have happened is Brock Lesnar got his check and said, there's not enough zeros on yeah. this one. You owe me two zeros. <laughs> there's, you're missing at least three zeros, Vince. I'll settle for two and a half. Uh, so who knows? Uh, Lesnar is obviously going, the WrestleMania main event is not in jeopardy. Brock Lesnar is not going to break his contract. Uh, but... Uh, who knows what'll happen after WrestleMania? It all depends on who's got the most zeros in their pocket. Yeah, and well, 
I imagine he's going to go to UFC. What is this, Vince? A one? I want zeros, <laughs> goddammit! But, uh, it's, it's a shame, though, that in UFC we will not get Punk versus Lesnar because they do weight classes. Oh, my God. Do you want to see Punk get killed? I want to see what those two could do in a real fight. Punk would be murdered. Those big old ham hocks? Punk's a tiny guy. It's like, I I don't want to see either of them die. I am a fan of both of them. But I'm trying to imagine what would look weirder, Punk bulking up to Brock Lesnar's weight class or Brock Lesnar shrinking down to Punk's weight class? Well, Brock's halfway there. I mean, you've seen his legs. <laughs> Brock, just take the next six months yeah. off. It's just like fucking... Hey, Brock, how about you just skip chess day for like a couple months? Brock Lesnar comes out looking like somebody put the dryer too high when they <laughs> threw him in there. But he'll still have that massive square head on this little <laughs> tiny stick body. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Uh, uh, Jack Swagger defeats Stardust with a Patriot lock after Goldust hits a distraction okay, because still talking they... about Raw. Who gives a shit? Who gives a yep. shit, Chris? Uh, Paige and Emma defeat the Bella Twins. Uh, Curtis Axel and Ryback have a match. Uh, Curtis Axel wearing an Axelmania t-shirt. Axelmania running wild. Yeah, well, he's uh, that's the hashtag he wants everybody to tweet with because he's the true winner of the Royal Rumble. Uh huh. Uh, he is now entering himself in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale, so he can be eliminated. I mean, so he can win, and... Oh, so that's gonna happen again. <laughs> yeah, remember, it's gonna be an annual thing, now. I didn't know. I didn't hear one way or the other if it was gonna be annual. Oh, yeah, they announced that last year right after Raw. Or right after WrestleMania. I do remember last year, the most my most memorable thing from that was when they rolled that trophy out, and we were like, wow, that trophy's gonna look really great when Cesaro wins it for Jack Swagger to destroy Monday yeah. Night. And then that happened. Although they didn't they like put over the fact that it was like a, a solid yeah, gold They hyped up that it was like six hundred pounds yeah. or something. And then shit, Swagger, and then Swagger picks kicks it up with kicks one it. arm and destroys it. It's clearly made of foam. Yeah. Like remember they had like four security guards had to lift it up to put it in the armored truck and then Cesaro like struggled to lift it with one yeah. arm and Swagger was like, No Swagger just knocked it over and destroyed it, yeah. Oh, like Godzilla pissed off because you woke him up too early from his nap. Nah. I, I, I wonder, though, if they they had, like, a real trophy that they actually gave Cesaro, and then they had, like, the cheap gimmick one for Swagger to destroy. You think they spent that much money on a trophy they were going to destroy on Monday that Cesaro couldn't carry around? Well, I mean, I know that they're, they're not going to destroy a real gold trophy, but it's like... That's what I'm saying... I'm wondering if they didn't just give Cesaro, like, an actual trophy. <laughs> Could you imagine they, like, coax him through, like, here's how you lift up this 600-pound trophy. And then Monday they're like, and here's the 20-pound foam <laughs> one for you to destroy tonight. Like, what? <laughs> Cesaro goes to pick it up, and it's like when the milk jug has nothing in it, and you're expecting it to be heavy. <laughs> he just flings the fucker across the room. You're like, what's the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, we can't destroy the gold one. It won't look as good on TV. What's the fuck? What? We can't destroy the real gold one because Swagger can't lift it. We have to reuse the gold one next year. We're gonna have Bo Dallas lift it. Yeah, we have to use the real one next year, but you have to hold it for a whole year. You have to travel with it, and you have to bring it back to Russell. Try to imagine how great that moment would be with Bo Dallas going, I believe, and then he grabs the trophy and struggles, but he can't lift it. immediately out for eight months with a hernia. <laughs> oh. Oh, my God. 
<clears throat> They'll just bring Bull Dipsy up and he'll be uh, Bo Dallas's personal trophy carrier. No? Why not? <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, next up, your main event, Rollins and Orton versus Reigns and Brian. Uh, Brian and Reigns win. Whatever. They're best friends now. They're buddies now. Uh, it ends with uh, Rollins in the corner knocked for a fucking loop and Orton teasing a punt. So the Stooges and Kane jump in there and try to throw Orton off and Orton RKO's all of them. And then he goes up to Rollins and he's like, nah, it's cool, and leaves. So they're still, like, like Orton might still be a heel. Yeah, because, you know, you can't turn him now. You got a month to go. Why don't they just... They could have just turned him at the show or at Fastlane. No, they got to tease it so that, like, the go-home show for Raw or something, he can, like, RKO Rollins and be like, I want you at WrestleMania because they don't have anywhere else on the card for this. No, they say... (laughs) (laughs) They say, hey, Rollins, I am pissed at you, and for the next four weeks, Randy Orton goes after Rollins but can never get his hands on him, and then you have the match at WrestleMania where he's finally going to get him. No, this makes way more sense. This makes way more sense. I'm being sarcastic. None of this makes sense. Orton's like, you all tried to kill me, but we're cool. Give the pissed off babyface chase the heel and never be able to get him. And then at the pay-per-view, you get people to pay for the fact that the babyface is finally going to get his hands on the heel. That's how this shit works, Vince. (laughs) Well, Sting will be at WrestleMania, so they have to do another three months so that they can attribute any spike in sales to Sting. (laughs) WrestleMania is just free this year, everybody. No, because they got all the the free subscribers in February. So come WrestleMania, all the... uh, the number spike from February is going to be attributed to Reigns because he's in the main oh. event spot. And it's going to make him look like a huge draw. Look at all these people that joined to see Reigns. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, before we sign off, uh, literally just posted on the internet, uh, Sigourney Weaver confirmed she's going to be in uh, Aliens. Or Alien, re- whatever it's Taking called. Taking us back to an hour and a half ago. <laughs> yeah, so if you were here an hour and a half ago, I'm glad you're still here. Thanks, guys. We love you, too. Watch, once I cut the silence out, it'll be like, well, that was 50 minutes ago. That's still close enough to an hour. Eh, our fans aren't good at math anyways. We're not either. I would round 50 minutes up to an hour. Thanks for listening, everybody. We hope you enjoyed us rambling about two weeks' worth of wrestling and Power Rangers. I'm still surprised that you went over the entire card for two weeks' worth of Raw. Not the entire card. I I ignored a lot of shit. (sighs) Ah. I would have stopped uh, when I said, are we really going to talk about Raw that nothing happened yep. on? Are we really going to go down that path? Okay. Remember to go to YouTube.com slash JCBaggy. Watch the Mortal Kombat finale today. It goes up at 2 o'clock today, Friday, 27. You can go to my channel too, o'clock. but it probably won't be there. It probably won't be there. You didn't even put up the last episode. I've had shit to do, Christopher. I, like bagging up poop and throwing it at construction workers? I haven't had to do that, remember? Oh, that's right. They learned their Since lesson. Since I posted on Twitter that I was going to bag up their poop and throw it at them, I haven't had a problem. <laughs> that angry, hairy motherfucker who's always sitting on the floor said he's going to throw our poop at us. Oh, my God. And uh, be here sometime April-ish for Gears of War. We don't know yet. We're working that out. I still need to get a new Xbox Live account because there was a snafu and I got it canceled by accident. Oh, you're gold? Yeah. Yeah, don't worry. Mine runs out in like 24 hours. See, I had a thing where um, uh, I I bought Destiny. Yeah. And I got charged twice. And so I contacted Microsoft and they were like, oh, no, you didn't get charged twice. I'm like, but I have two charges 
on the same day for the same amount. And they were like, well, then you're going to need to take it up with PayPal. And I did. And they were like, oh, just turn off the uh, the subscription thing and we'll refund you your money for that. And I turned off the subscription and then I got an email from Microsoft saying, oh, sorry that you canceled your gold account. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I stopped doing that automatic uh, subscription ages ago. Uh, you can actually cancel it on the website now, but not that long ago you couldn't. You had to call Microsoft and wait to speak with a human being and be like, hey, could you stop charging my debit card every month? Yeah, I I tried to do that once. and It was when I was I in get... Australia and I was really low on money. I was like, well, I, I'm using Robert's Xbox. I really don't need my own gold account. And then, uh, yeah, I saw like, oh, you're going to have to call the states. It's like, Jesus Christ, that's going to cost me like another $60 to get it canceled. Oof. So uh, I'm glad you can do that on the website now. But I still prefer to use prepaid cards, and they get my PayPal account because fuck them. That's enough from us. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. We'll see you next week.